Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I know it's been a hot minute since we've recorded, but it's okay. We're back. Here we are. All the things are happening and I can't wait to continue this journey with you. So today we're just going to dive straight in. I wanted to talk about something that is so important to me and has been played such a crucial role in my like quantum leaps over the past two years that I didn't even know was like a thing I needed. Okay. And so it's protecting your peace. So let me explain. Basically, what I didn't realize was that in so many cases, because especially like when you're a service-based person, like sometimes you don't realize how much you're exerting outward to others all of the time and potentially then um, not recognizing like where your peace just isn't a priority, right? Like and, and what does that even mean, right? Your peace. Like, no, this is life. Life is crazy, right? Everyone tells you life is crazy and hectic and you're dancing around doing all of these things and there's things to navigate and all of that stuff, right? Like, this is what the world tells you that life is supposed to be. This is what we grew up knowing. This is what we get out of school knowing, right? Like, everything's crazy. Everyone's moving so fast. And the truth is, is like, that is not true, nor does it have to be the truth. And I know that you can sit here and tell me, yeah, Jamie must be nice. But let me tell you what, some of my clients that have been with me for a long time at the very beginning of, of hearing me speak were like, yeah, Jamie, that sounds great, but that's not right for my life, right? And now they're literally living their lives in such an amazing way on their own terms, making way more fucking money than they ever thought they would and being happier. So stick with me. So basically when I say protecting your peace, I mean when you've done work, on building what you need and paying attention to what you need, you have to start making that a priority over other things. So what I do in that case, what I've done in that case is really broken down all of the things that would cause me to feel anxiety um, that I could pinpoint, right? Cause me to feel stressed out, cause me to feel overwhelmed, cause me to be running all over the place like a crazy lady. Like, all of the things that weren't peaceful in my life, right? Like relationships and conversations and mindsets and all of that stuff. And now granted, this was a long amount of work, but within the last two years, I've really realized that it's not fair if I'm going to do all of this work for myself. Like it's not fair to allow anyone else to swoop in and fuck with that, right? So like realistically... People don't know, nor is it their responsibility, just like with boundaries, right? Like it's nobody's responsibility to hold your boundaries up but you. And so it's important that we recognize where we have to be and be and take responsibility for our own worth and our own needs. I'm still learning and still growing as far as the space goes of my own needs, right? Of really speaking my own needs and not like feeling like a burden. But that's not really what I'm discussing here. Like it's more of the fact that I'll give you an example. I lived in, for many, many years of my life, I lived in a space where I was everything to everyone. 
all of the time it was expected of me had taken on this role in my family, in my friends, in my businesses that I worked at, my own company. And then you add on me going to be a coach and then I have all these private clients that I speak to more than I speak to most people, right? And I take them on as my family members to an extent and and I'm so intimately involved in their lives that it is a whole other situation, right? So of course, I'm happy, I'm running around, I'm healthy, like all these things are happening. But there was a lot of chaos involved um, in places that I still didn't realize. Um, It wasn't chaos as far as like putting out fires and things that I wasn't expected. I was still living very proactively and doing my best to like defuse situations before they even came up. But it was more along the lines that I would allow what other people needed to disrupt what I needed. I would allow what other people needed from anything to disrupt my own peace. And so you guys all know the story. I need to do a whole podcast episode. If you think I need to do a whole podcast episode about what happened in Iowa, then wherever you're listening to this, comment, send me an email, like let a girl know if you're interested in that because it could be pretty juicy. Just saying. Anyways, So when I left and went to Iowa, it was like the release that I needed, right? It was the reset that I needed. And I went there and I did this whole obsession of being everything for everyone even deeper, right? But it shifted something in me. And I realized in that space of being, you know, basically a wife and a mother that my piece was just as important. And my boyfriend at the time did too, right? Like he was, he kept trying to tell me that. And like, I just didn't want to understand at the time until something clicked. And then I realized that my piece was what made me going to be the tool that would make me even better at all the things that I'm good at. And I'm, you know, put on myself as my responsibilities. And then that place exploded, you know, Iowa went up in flames and it was the best thing ever, right? I come back to St. Louis and I choose the place that I'm going to be living in without ever seeing it. And I picked it based upon the location and the vibe of the space. I had my parents drive through it, like super quiet. Here's the truth. So I lived in an apartment, right? And that is the most quiet location I've ever lived in, in an apartment building, like a huge apartment complex, but it backed up to a huge state park. It had its own pond and like walking trails. And it was just a quiet neighborhood, quiet and peaceful and it was everything I needed. It was in that space that I really established this foundation of peace. And I really established the sanctuary that I needed in order to, for me to be okay. And in the places that in the past I would feel guilty or I would feel obligated to do other things for other people or feel guilty for saying, no, I can't go there tonight because I was tired from my life or because I wanted to just sit on my own damn couch and watch TV with my dogs. Like those things that my I was craving, I stopped feeling guilty about anymore. I started owning. I started doing them for myself. And then anytime that something would start to disrupt it, it's like I would get fucking pissed, okay? And then I realized, well, okay, don't get mad because the only, like you're allowing things in your space to disrupt it. You're, they're not doing that. And it was like, I wasn't mad at people. I was mad at myself and I was mad at the situation. And that's when I started really working with my my team about how can I really make sure no matter what, nothing is going to disrupt my peace. Nothing that's not like completely uncontrollable, right? And so I started 
removing or changing certain relationships, even more ones than I did before, but more so I started started reestablishing the position that I allowed myself to play in other people's stories and as well as my own. So that means like a relationship with someone that is potentially going to be disrupting my peace. If I still love that person and still want to have, you know, a relationship with them, I kind of reestablish the roles that are played there where it's like, okay, well, it doesn't have to be that way. Do they need that from you? Are they requesting that from you? Or or are you offering it up? Do, you know, and I just ask these kinds of questions and it's more like you remove the lens of whatever and you just look at it for what it is. And you look at the roles that that you play and the role that the other people play um, from an unbiased space. And you think, okay, how does this, you know, just like a narrator would on a TV show. And it really, really helps you start to recognize where you can make shifts and where it would be beneficial, right, to everyone. It takes a lot of getting okay with saying no, but more than anything, okay with just being instead of having to justify your no. Like a lot of the times I say no to me or to the situation, but I don't feel the need to go then tell and explain my no to someone else because it's not necessary. Like they don't even need to know that I decided it was a big fat no to me, right? It's just my behavior speaks for itself. And so one big example of this is, and this is like super personal, but that's what we do around here, right? So when me and my boyfriend decided to start talking about living together, like for him, it was more like, yes, I want to see you every day. I want you to be in this space. I want this to be your house too. Like, let's, let's do this. And I was like, no, (laughs) straight up. Everything a girl wants to hear, right? Who's been with somebody long-term that you love, like, oh yeah, let's live in, let's move in together. And I was like a big, hard fucking no. And then I realized, I said, you know, the world tells you that if you're no, you're saying no to living with your boyfriend, that must mean that you're not happy, which is bullshit. That has nothing to do with it. If you're saying no to living with someone, it very well just mean that that's what you need right now, right? Like that is your prerogative. It's nothing to do with a love or happiness. And so basically one of the things that I had to get really honest about and explain to him is that he lives his life in a bit of a constant state of chaos and that is something that he personally chooses right and so one of the things that we we i mean from business to home improvements to the way you know things are organized in the house to you know he's always late for everything like not fucking worried about it like just that's the way that he chooses to live and that is fine but what i had to explain to him and what it was like a huge stance that i made for myself and I said listen I love you and I want to do life with you but I have worked very very hard to establish a healthy place of peace for myself for my physical body for my mental space energetically business all of that I have worked very hard to create peace not only in that way that I'm talking about but also like I don't do chaos anymore I ran shops that chaos was what we had to do. I thrived on it back then. It also created a lot of other problems that I'm just like, this is stupid. Part of the reason that I'm able to do the job that I do so well now is that like, I was able to see, I have this ability to look at a situation and understand why it played out the way that it did. 
Um, and so that allows me to be proactive and create processes and systems and fail safes and things in so many situations to where we don't fucking have chaos. Like it doesn't happen. It's a rare situation because my mind just works differently. And people are like, oh, that's a lot of work. It must mean that you're not, you know, acting from alignment or not. You maybe you're not following your nudges. I'm like, dude, no. But I have this stuff so lined out that like, even my nudges and even the random spontaneous things don't throw our shit for a loop. So anyway, like. It was me realizing I had worked so hard to create this piece and organization and process in all aspects of my life that I was not willing to combine our worlds if he was not willing to give up some of the chaos. Because I'm just, I, I wasn't, I'm just not willing for that to be the case. And so it was a long time. It was a, quite a long period where he started, Tony's a big, um, actions speak louder than words guys so which is annoying sometimes because he just won't say things and then in studies and I'm like I need to hear the words and he's like I'm just doing like I'm just taking the actions don't you see and I'm like no like <laughs> I need to hear the words and the actions so anyway but so it took a long time but he started to get rid of the chaos like he changed the way the business operates he changed the the team members into people that are actually qualified to be there and you know help him run the company like so many things shifted in the way that he chose to navigate life now is tony still a madman and running around like a crazy person most of the time sure but it's different it's not is he still late a lot yes but it's not in the way where it's disrupting me when it involves me he's on time now when it involves me, he respects what I'm requesting. He respects the processes. And when I when something feels off and I then have to say, hey, you know, I worked really hard for it to be this way. Can you adhere to yada yada? Or can you play this way? And he'll say yes or no. In most cases, he'll do what he needs to to to, to walk that way because it really is a more efficient fashion. And he knows that. And it's better overall for all of us. And so that doesn't mean I'm a princess and get whatever the fuck I want. It's just that like he sees in a lot of those cases that the way my brain works, it really does make everybody's lives easier and it makes more sense to do it that way. Um, so anyway, it was a matter of me telling him, I will not do this because my piece is more important. Me knowing that if he didn't agree to be different or to try to make changes or to actually make changes, then that meant our relationship was ending. Because at the end of the day, it didn't have anything to do with love or commitment or desire, not at all. It had everything to do with what I wanted my life to be like. And if it didn't match, it didn't match. And if he wasn't willing, he wasn't willing. I'm not in the business of forcing people to do shit. I'm not in the business of convincing someone how to love me and what I need. I will share the things and then it is up to them, right? Um, I will be very clear communicator and then it is up to them to show up just like it's up to me to show up. And so in that space, very difficult situation, but he heard me and he knew that I wasn't kidding and he wanted it to work. He doesn't like to be in chaos either, really. Like it didn't really, he would create so many problems for himself, like, you know, around vehicles not being organized and then every truck he had would be broken down because nobody serviced anything, nobody dealt with anything, you know, just all of those kinds of things because they were too busy and crazy and all over the place. And it's like, yeah, that's life, but it doesn't have to fucking be life. Like, that's not how I do life. I don't do life that way. You can you can uh, put 
blame my my mom and dad for that. Like, they don't do life that way. My grandparents didn't do life that way. Like, they took care of shit when shit needed to be taken care of or before it needed to be taken care of so we didn't have problems, right? Like, that was the way I was raised. My brother's the same way, right? So anyway, but that creates a space of peace for me because I really don't want to run around like a chicken without my head on. Like, I'm good. I don't want that to be the case. But here's the deal. When it happens, shit, I'm so good at that. It's fine. But that's not the place I choose to reside regularly. And so I had to speak that that is not okay with me. And so everything shifted in our relationship. And then when we decided to move in together, it was on a lot of conditions. But like one of them was this house had to run differently. And we've been working hard on that for a long time and it's getting there and it's nice like the other day he was down in my office which was very peaceful and beautiful and the walls are like this really nice shade of white now that has like a bluish tone it's just very peaceful there's not a lot of stuff in here and he was in here like he's never in here but I had told him hey when you get home come downstairs and let me know you're home and he was like wow it's really quiet down here and I said I know <laughs> like it was a whole you know part of the plan and it's like in those moments I see okay this is working right like this is working this is becoming what I what I had always planned and what I needed it to be it is being honored but it's only being honored because I'm speaking up and I'm adhering to it I'm protecting my peace so I've been living here officially for I don't know four weeks or so maybe, four or five weeks. I don't really know, I'd have to look. And in that time frame, there have been several situations that have butted up against the things that are peaceful for me. And not in just like a normal life, like I'm not a bitch, I'm not like a crazy lady when it comes to like, you must do things this way, that's not it. But if there are spots like that where it's just obviously not being okay, like then I just speak up for myself like, hey, I'm going to need you to, to not be angry in the morning. Like if you're angry in the morning, fucking take it somewhere else, you know, or because it's disrupting my peace for the whole day or like don't come home raging. If you're raging, fucking blow off some steam in the woods or something, right? Like those are the conversations and vice versa. It's I protect his peace as well. So like he likes to be out in the world, out in our, when I say the world, like on our property, he's always working on something and building something. I get these ideas and these things and I want to go out and talk to him about it right away, right? Gentlemen who are listening, that's annoying. I know it's annoying for you. Like your head's in the game, you're building this thing, you're trying to do this whole deal in the garage or whatever, and then someone comes up and interrupts you and it's just like throws you for a loop. And so we started working around that because that was disrupting him regularly. So now we do like, I give him like a list of stuff I need help with for the week and so far, I don't know how successful that's been for me getting things, getting help with the things that I needed, but it's a work in progress. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so it's, it's, but it feels nice because it's all steps in honoring what we need because here's the truth and here's the kicker. Ultimately, protecting your peace is knowing your worth. Let me say that again. Ultimately, the act of protecting your peace is you knowing your worth and fighting for it and choosing not to settle for less than what you know you need and what you know you deserve from anyone, even the people you love the most. But you have to be able to be a clear 
and conscious communicator in order for that to happen. Like if you're raging at people in your household because you feel some sort of way and they're like, well, you did, they didn't know, they didn't do what I needed them to do. Well, did you tell them? Did you guys discuss it? Like, do they understand what you need? Because people can't read your fucking mind. As much as we want to think that our spouses and partners like know what we need from them, they do not know what we need from them if we do not tell them the same goes for children, family members, employees, all of that. Like I have a staff of people. If I did not tell them in, cause I've done this before, trust me, but I not tell them in specific detail what I need when and how I need them to communicate with me to make my life easier. They're going to do it however they know best. And if that doesn't serve me, I can't have nobody else to be mad at about that but me. Do you understand? So Protecting your peace is really all about knowing your worth, which is probably why most of us don't do that because that's a tricky subject, right? But you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do a little excavating and find out what matters to you doing life the way that you want to and feeling good about who you are and how people respect that. So that's what I'm going to leave you with, friends. If you have any questions about this, as always, you can always email me directly at my email. It's listed below um, in the notes. And thank you for being here. I hope you guys have been having a really beautiful fall season. And I look forward to more episodes soon. If you have not already followed us, please make sure that you subscribe and follow the podcast. And if you have not left um, a review on iTunes, I would really greatly appreciate it if you would go do that. It helps us so much get in front of more viewers. As you know, this whole entire project is funded by me and uh, performed by my team. So any support like that is so helpful. I appreciate you. Go forth into the world and do good things. Until next time. Mwah.